The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfie with Remax the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Another beautiful Saturday is here, and we are glad that you are along for the ride here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Yes, Rick Zamprin here, Rob Golfie there, sales representative, Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can contact the number one Remax team in Canada. That is the Golfie team at 905-575-7700. If you want your home listed on what is the hottest real estate website in town, you got to contact the Golfie team and get your listing on robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And the Golfie team is dominating the social media scene as well here in the Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara area on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. A uh, busy show ahead. There's a there's no shortage of things to talk about, whether it is recommendations from the CMHC on how we can solve Ontario's housing crisis, what 2023 is going to look like, according to a new report at a REMAX. We'll talk about uh, deals from years gone by at this time of the year. Are they still available? And we'll get into a little more on Ontario's new housing bill. But to start, Rob, I'm expecting you had a pretty eventful week. Very, very busy, always. Um, we just, uh, I, I purchased uh, a, um, a a warehouse for our staging furniture. Okay. And uh, I closed on that uh, this week. So uh, we're looking uh, forward to moving into a facility. So we're just in the process of getting, uh, we're going to get that all, um, you know, cleaned up, painted and, and everything. So it, it, it's on uh, on Ar- Arvin Avenue in uh, Stony Creek. So we're uh, we're excited about that. So we have our own facilities. I like owning my own uh, buildings when it comes to, uh, you know, anything that we use so that I don't get kicked out uh, <laughs> if they change their mind. Yeah. Like if, if the owner wants to, you know, use the facility himself. But otherwise... I printed up the uh, stats uh, for, yeah, Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, and Brantford. And so in Hamilton, okay, November, the average sale price comes out at $761,000, average sale price. The last time we were at the uh, $761,000 mark was somewhere in around uh, the beginning of uh, 2021. And so we're, we're almost, you know what, we're almost going back two years. So basically what's going on is, is, um, we're, we're, we're erasing the COVID years of, uh, of inflation and, and we're going, and we may end up continuing from where prior to COVID, who knows, we're almost there, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it, it will be what is supposed to be anyway, but, uh, but it's, it's insane. Like, so, so like, uh, in January, well, let's say, let's say this February, February of 2021. Okay. February, 2021, the average sale price was 777,000. And so now we're in November, 2022. So if we wait another three months, we'll see where we're at, but it's, uh, but, but yeah, we're, um, we're, uh, it, uh, it, it's, it, it has declined in the last 
three, four months, but not as aggressive as prior to that. Right. Um, but it has declined in average sale price. Like average sale price in October was 790,000. Uh, average sale price in September was 782,700. So it, it's kind of like hovering at a, a long and, and just kind of floating around, uh, around that seven, 700. So it may end up at 750 at the end of this year. It's hard to tell, but that's what's happening in Ham. That's the Hamilton surrounding areas. Now in Niagara, uh, the average sale price, uh, for November was 600 and let's say, let's say 681,000. Well, the last time it was around 680,000 was again, February, March of 2021. So it looks like it's kind of going back to, uh, to that, those numbers there. And, uh, and Burlington, now Burlington, I, and, the, and I went back pretty far in Burlington, but Burlington, again, we, uh, the first time, uh, we, we hit since, uh, May of 2021 under the million dollar mark. So it, we finished Burlington for no, the for November was nine hundred sixty nine thousand four hundred dollars. Now the last time we were at nine hundred sixty nine thousand, let's say in the, under there it was December of two thousand twenty. Hmm. So we've gone back two years, and but we we did hit under a million dollars in May of two thousand twenty one for a short bit, but then it climbed back up. But December of two thousand twenty was a, was a pretty well the last time we were under a million dollars average sale price in Burlington. So it's it that that's almost a two year mark. It is a two year mark for that. Yeah. And uh, in Brantford, uh, the average sale price right now is six hundred and one thousand five hundred. Well, um, we were both there about January of two thousand twenty one. So so we're uh, we're getting uh, getting uh, we're we've gone back. We've lost we've lost time. This is back to the future for us. <laughs> so and uh, it's crazy. Can we it's say that any, anyone who has purchased a home? In the last two years, the value has actually dropped. Yes, the value has dropped and, and it's adjusting right now. So now what we have to do is now time is going to be on your side. And I truly, truly believe um, that uh, once it's settled, things are going to start changing. Now, you know, they're always saying, indicating that we're going to head into a recession. Now, recessions, you got to be careful how you define recession. Now, recession means that we've had two quarters in a row that had uh, minus inflation. And that's what the government was trying to do, slow it down. Um, and they've achieved it. And now, and I think we have another announcement on the interest rate, uh, on an interest rate in which people are figuring it's going to be a quarter to half a point. And I think that might be it. And it'll hover around that number. It may even come down in the new year, maybe a quarter. So we just have to be prepared for that. And, because uh, people are waiting on the sidelines. There's a lot of people sitting there looking to buy, but they're just sitting and waiting. And, uh, uh, and you know, and they're, you know, but I think if they wait right now, uh, next year, I think the market's going to pick up quite a bit uh, to a certain degree. I'm not saying it's, it's going to, the prices are going to go up rapidly, but I do think that there's going to be more buyers in the marketplace then. But let's get back to these numbers here. Now, back Way like earlier this year, remember we were looking at average um, list of sale ratio, average days, uh, uh, list of sale ratio and percentage. Mm -hmm. So in 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 uh, is it in uh, Hamilton, the average the average list of sale ratio is ninety six point seven percent. 
Um, so, so basically, so does, that mean, we were yet- does that mean that 97% or 96.7% of the homes that were listed were sold? Is that what that figure means? No, it means that if your house is listed at a million dollars, you probably negotiated $960,700 for that property. I see. Okay. So, yeah, so it's, it's the, um, so basically we're, we're under the, uh, under the, you know, like we were doing selling houses at a hundred, uh, 105%, 102, 103, 100, 107%, 110, we hit as high as 110% average on our real estate board. Wow. So right now in the Hamilton surrounding areas, we're at 96.77%. Burlington is down 90, let's say 95%. So the average list to sell ratio. So if you're selling a million dollar house in Burlington, you're probably getting 950,000 for it. In Niagara, they took a bigger hit, 92.78% in Niagara. So if you're selling a million dollar house, uh, your chances are you've negotiated uh, 92.78% uh, of that million dollars. So the 920,780 in Brantford, I, I, I uh, don't have Brantford in front of me, but it, it's all averaging around between not, uh, 92 and 90, 96% 96, uh, of the selling price. So, you know, I know those aren't good news and I know, you know, but it's reality. This is what we have to face. And, uh, it's just, you know what, uh, Rick, it's, I mean, you've been watching this, you've been talking about every, everything about real estate. You probably know more about real estate than, uh, without a, without a real estate license than anybody else out there. <laughs> well, thanks to you. That, that's for sure. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the one thing that comes to mind is, you know, those stats clearly show this is a buyer's market. They can, as you said, wait on the sideline, pick and choose, don't have to rush, don't have to compete against, you know, dozens of other people like we saw earlier this year and especially last year. So it is a, it's, it's a waiting game right now. Oh, it, it is. It is. And, um, and people are still hovering and, 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 and waiting, but I'm going to tell you, and, and I hate this cliche. Everybody's on all, every realtor is on social media saying this is the best time to buy. They, they've been saying that even when it was not the best time to buy, it's just, you know, it's just the way they're saying it. But right, right now, um, I, I I'm actively looking, I'm always looking, um, November, December is a good time to buy, but, um, and, and they're adjusting. And, and I taught, and I said this on the, on the show before, I remember when, uh, in Florida, when prices were way down, I should have bought, I didn't, I regretted it. Hmm. And I was waiting for that right moment, but I didn't pull the trigger. Uh, you know, cause I, I didn't go to Florida as much as other people did. So people that did go down there, they probably benefited it uh, from it because they do fly and vacation there a lot more. But in saying that, um, um, if you're not doing anything now, um, I'd say if you're selling, probably uh, selling is probably good to, uh, to put your house on the market in uh, probably the end of January, 1st of February. Now, if you're buying, there's some good opportunities out there. Again, I always tell people uh, house prices double every 10 years. So if you're looking for a long-term range, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. I remember when I bought my building here where my office is in 2017, I paid a lot of money. But now when I come look at it, I go, wow, that's cheap now compared to, you know, to what, what the values are. So always, always, people always remember that. 
We're going to get into a host of other topics here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, including a forecast from Remax Canada that says that the housing market in this nation is going to return to balance in 2023. And yes, we are going to dive into Ontario's new housing plan. It's taking a lot of flack. There's a lot of municipal leaders who are saying that this is going to cost municipalities and at the end of the day, taxpayers a lot of money. And uh, the CMHC also weighing in on Ontario's housing crisis, basically saying, you know, governments can do their part, but nothing's going to happen unless the private sector gets involved. So stay tuned for that as well. If you want to sell your home or you are in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. More of the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition next on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them online at robgolfy.com. Get your listing at robgolfi.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales and the first ever real estate team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes in a year. That number is 905 Five seven five seventy seven hundred nine zero five five seven five seven seven zero zero. If you're on Twitter or Facebook, TikTok or Instagram, give the Golfy team a follow. Check out their social media presence. You can also get an instant home estimate. If you've ever wondered, hmm, how much can I get for my home? Plug in some details at GolfyHomeValue.com and you'll get some information. The Golfy team will contact you to say, hey, what do you think? Can we move forward on this? You can also send the Golfy team an email with any real estate related question and we'll address it on a future show. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Just back, I know you referenced it before the commercial break, November and December historically being, you know, some pretty good months in terms of getting a deal. We're we're in a buyer's market already, so you're going to get a a good deal. We know that buyers at this time of the year are motivated because there's fewer of them, so you know they're serious. Are there good deals to be had in Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, and even Brantford? There, there are good deals out there. If you really look and working hard in uh, uh, looking at house, homes and buying them, there are really good deals. And now the best deals, I'm going to tell you right now, the best deals are the overpriced houses on the market because those are the sellers right now feeling uh, they felt their houses are worth what you know it was earlier this year. But nobody's making offers on these houses. Now, if you go in with an aggressive offer on these houses that are overpriced, 
you can probably negotiate something really good. Now, let's say let's say you have an overpriced house. Um, let's say the house is listed at eight hundred thousand, and it should be listed at maybe maybe six twenty. So you go in maybe at five hundred and eighty thousand. Sometimes you know what I mean. Uh, you negotiate. You might end up getting it for six hundred. Meanwhile, the house is worth six twenty or more. So like the, the homeowner just wants an offer. All they want is something on paper, and then they and then then the agent that's representative can prove to them, say, hey, listen, this is what the market's willing to pay. But but we still have that mentality, especially with the uh, uh, baby boomers. They just want to see an offer. Uh, they don't understand as much as the millennials that it's got to be priced close to what the value is. But, but I'm telling you, look at the overpriced houses, negotiate a really aggressive deal on it. You will put a deal together. It might be maybe three or four out of the 10 that you put offers on, but you will get a deal. And this is the time to do it. But, uh, but, but now if, if, an, if a house comes up for sale, and it's priced right. Well, you know what? They're not going to budge as much because they know, they know that they priced it right. So it just depends. Like you got to do, you got to do your homework. You got to know the not You got, you have to have good knowledge. Your realtor has to have good knowledge of the market, the market in that neighborhood and the market on that house. And, and, and that's how you deep dive. I always call it deep dive and say, Hey, what's this house really worth? And, and let's see what the comparables are. And let's, let's work on that. And you know what? The more experienced the agent, uh, representing the seller, you know what? It's not going to be as tough to negotiate against that guy because he knows his numbers. But if he's not that experienced, guess what? You can walk all over those agents and uh, you'll be able to negotiate a really, really good deal. So the opportunities are there. You just got to go after it and, and make your deal. I would imagine that even, you know, some people who are contemplating purchasing a property for an investment property might be thinking, I don't know if now's the time to do so. You know, we're going to have another interest rate hike. What is the Bank of Canada going to do? Well, Remax Canada and the president of Remax Canada, Christopher Alexander, was recently on Global News and he said that he believes that the market um, from coast to coast is going to be a balanced one. It will return to balance in 2023. And obviously, you know, the wild card is what the central bank does. If those rates continue to increase in 2023, that'll keep, I'm sure, a lot of people at bay to say, you know what, I'll jump into the housing market a little later on. Um, if if And the latest rate hike is expected next week. If that's the last one, you know, fingers crossed, do you expect the housing market to heat up early on in 2023? I, I do. I think the housing market's going to heat up uh, in February. So if you if you're thinking of contemplating putting your house up for sale in the first half of next year, I'm going to give you some little advice. Put it up in February. Uh, you the activity is going to be pretty robust. It's, it's I I don't know if there's going to be multiple offers on it, but it will be a balanced market and you will get a good price. Now, you can put your house up for sale now and you need a closing date early next year. Well, you just got to price it right and you'll be okay. But next year, I think um, I think you're going to be pretty solid. You're not going to see uh, the list to sell ratio of 92% or 95%. I think you'll start seeing back to 97, 98, 99% of uh, list to sell ratio uh, on a house. But I do feel we will be in a balanced market next year because we had eight months of taking a beating of our, our market coming down every month 
uh, ever since uh, April. Like, like we had, we had such a great February, such a great March. And then when April hit and it was part of April, not all of April, but part of April, then housing prices started declining and started readjusting itself. And, 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 and believe me, we've had a great market in 2021. Cause I remember I sold my parents' house in 2021 and I said, and that was in May. And I said, we, we got to get, get this thing going now uh, because I think we'll get the tail end of a great market, but it continued. It continued towards the end of 2021 and to, and, and, and uh, February, March of 2022. Now I didn't know it would continue that much more because that was unheard of. What we experienced early this year uh, the majority of the population out there will not probably see that again. Uh, it, uh, it, it, this will be something to be remembered by. Just like I remember the early 90s recession, that's a different uh, story on its own. But what I'm saying is next year, it will be a balanced market. I truly believe that because, like I said, we, we've t- taken a beating for eight months this year. How much more can we do? The uh, president of REMAX Canada, Christopher Alexander, also saying that he's optimistic that the Bank of Canada will be cautious in its approach and try to avoid pushing the country into a recession. How much discussion is there among home sellers in particular to try to unload their home before any kind of recession begins? Well, you know what? The recession is not going to like like I think we're already in a recession and I think we're already experiencing it. I mean, we're we're going to start seeing, you know, because we know that like Facebook and and all these other big companies are starting to lay off people. That's going to trickle down. It takes time before it it, it trickles down to to everybody, you know, uh, where you know companies aren't selling as many goods as they were because you know people aren't working as much. But I, I think it's just going to be a mild one. I, I mean, I mean, we we've we've had such a great market too long. It has to readjust itself, and it's just. It's just part of life and part of cycle of, of, of economics. And it just can't continue to, to be good forever. And so now we're in that readjustment phase and we've been readjustment for eight months, but I don't, if we do go into a recession, I don't think it's going to be as bad because I think we've been experiencing it, especially in the housing market for the last, uh, last eight months. But I don't, I think if anybody's looking at moving, um, it's just the interest rate that's hurting us. Uh, now, if they lose their job and the interest rates, yes, you're going to see people going to have to unload their house and, and move and move. But renting is not that much e- cheaper at all e- either. Like it's, it's tough. There's battles out there for people wanting to rent houses. So I don't know where it's going to go when it comes to that. But I mean, and, and then we're also talking about shortage of people, labor. We're talking about shortage of home. Like it's just, it's hard to tell where it's going to go. You can listen to our show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. Let's uh, switch over to what the CMHC is recommending. They've issued a new report that says government alone can't solve Canada's housing affordability challenges. The uh, National Housing Agency says public solutions such as rent subsidies and more social housing are helpful, but more needs to be done, and it's pointing to the private sector. CMHC says we need more private sector involvement and investment to build more supply in the housing market, particularly, as you just mentioned, Rob, in the rental sector. This this obviously needs to happen. The government can only 
do and say so much, the private sector, these developers have to be the ones who implement and execute this plan. And, and they are. And, and there's a lot of uh, apartment buildings going up right now. And, and they started even two, three years ago. And uh, so they're going up pretty quick. Like if you if you look around, I mean, people sometimes they see a high rise going up. They don't know the difference sometimes if it's a condo building or an apartment building. But they, they are the government was already working on that. And but they still need more and there's still a shortage. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, there's, uh, they, they do need the, 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 the private sector, uh, does need help from the government sometimes with, uh, incentives to, to start building these things. And they have been giving some incentives, uh, uh, uh because of that. And, uh, cause I know, I know, uh, a developer, um, they're building, uh, I think a, a 200 unit building and there was incentives for them to, to build this thing. So I don't know what the incentives are, but there are a lot of uh, incentives for developers to build uh, apartment buildings to get more housing going. And and a lot of times they're getting approved fast for the location. And and then who knows, maybe the government's given them so many uh, so much money for, per unit to, to build just to, so that they get things going. But they do need, um, the, the private sector is the ones that are going to be doing this. And if they give them incentives, they're going to get more built for sure. Are there enough incentives for current homeowners to open up parts of their home, a.k.a. a basement, uh, for rentals to, to kind of alleviate the rental system? Is there enough of a, a, a carrot for those homeowners to do so? The carrot is not good enough. Um, they're offering, uh, but they, they want affordable housing. So they're offering uh, X amount of dollars for you to put an apartment in your basement and uh, like a $25,000. And, but the thing is you have to rent it below market value uh, if you're going to take that incentive. So I don't think it's a good idea to do that myself. Um, and and $25,000 ain't going to cut it to uh, finish a basement to build an apartment uh, in a house. So I, I think you're better off just refinancing your house, getting a line of credit, uh, finishing your basement, rent it out for $1,600 or $1,800 a month. Uh, you know, put a two bedroom in there and, and you'll, you'll, you will get that rent. Now, if you go under the incentive that the government puts on, they want you to rent it out for just under a thousand dollars a month. So, I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So what are you, what are you going to do? Like, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think if somebody does take that incentive, I, I don't think it's a, a smart move in my opinion, because now you're stuck with low rent, uh, in, uh, in your house and it'll be hard to get it up to that $1,800 mark. With interest rates rising, we know that that pushes mortgage payments higher and higher. Do you suspect or do you anticipate more uh, homeowners renovating their basements or other places in their homes to rent them out to kind of, you know, close that gap or, or saw off a little bit of that mortgage payment? Absolutely. I think everybody should be looking for uh, their, their first home now as a duplex. Um, you will be able to collect rent downstairs. Let's say if you, if you plan on renting your down, downstairs, uh, basement out and, and then you can live there. And if you can show this to the, to the bank that you're doing that, they, they'll appreciate that. They, they would want to assign lease prior to closing date, but I think that is the way to go. And, you know, as your first home and that what makes it even better is that if you make that one extra mortgage payment a year, so instead of making 12 mortgage payments, you make 13 mortgage payments and because you got the help of the basement apartment that will decrease your 
amortization, probably a good, I, I think it works out to about 10, eight years or something like that off your mortgage. Wow. So you know what? I, I'll tell you, like if, 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 you, if you're a first time buyer or you've got a, a child, niece, nephew um, that is uh, looking at buying a house, look for something that you can actually get uh, rental income in, in the basement. And it's a good way to get started on, on uh, buying a first home. I, I think it's the way to go. And I think it's the only way to go right now because because of the interest rates and, because, and, uh, and the housing prices. Yeah, I would suspect that. You know, the, the interest rates have climbed for many months in this uh, in this country, and that has pushed mortgage rates up. And, you know, those homeowners, if they have, uh, you know, teenage students or those in their early 20s who have left the home and you have, you know, a basement available to rent out, why not do so at least for a couple of years? Make, you know, make, make the money work work for you, make your home work for you and, uh, and cash in on the space that you have available. I, I can see a lot of families doing this. Oh yeah. It, it's the way to go. You know what? I, I own uh, a, a few duplexes and and they're fantastic. I mean, if they're done right and everything else like that, um, you got their, their cash flow. They get great cash flow. Um, they're, they're great. Uh, what, and the best way to do it is if you buy it and live in one, live in one, one uh, part of the house and rent the other, after about five years, you know what? Keep that investment and buy a house and move in. Then you have your single detached home. But, but yeah, no, I, th- I, I think it, it's the way to go. And in Vancouver, they've been doing that for 30 years because Vancouver has always been an expensive place to live. And a lot of people out there have always had uh, basement apartments because so they can afford the homes. And, and it's more so now than ever. But it was, it was popular back you know, 20, 30 years ago. And uh, now we're, it's, it's seeped its way this way and uh, they're allowing it. We're going to talk about uh, Ontario's new housing bill and why some municipal leaders are crying foul when we come back here on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative, Remax's Carmen Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call Canada's number one Remax team. That's the Golfy team, 905 575 7700. They'll get your home sold at 905 575 7700. And you can follow the Golfy team on TikTok. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into Ontario's housing plan. We know that the plan is to build one and a half million homes over the next 10 years. And they're, they've opened some greenbelt lands for developers to tap into. Uh, they're looking to spread municipal boundaries further out to build these new homes uh, while looking at, you know, those infill opportunities as well. 
But many municipal leaders, including Hamilton Mayor Andrea Horvath, Burlington Mayor Marianne Mead Ward, Mississauga's Mayor Bonnie Crombie, and the list goes on and on and on, have said that, you know, that's all fine and well. It's a good plan to have, but there's some ramifications here. And one of those is that the Ford government says, listen, developers, you will not have to pay those development charges to build these homes, or you'll have to pay them, but not at the level you had been before. So there is the incentive for developers to build these homes and build them quickly. The The offshoot is that the lost development charges from a municipal standpoint is going to mean that taxpayers will pay a little more in property taxes. Rob, your thoughts on, on this whole scenario? You know, and I get it. So if they eliminate like the development charges for the builder for each property, each house that they build, let's say it works up to 30 to $50,000 per house. Okay. Will that developer uh, pass that savings down? I don't know if they'll do it at the beginning, but they'll eventually, you know, there'll be other builders. They'll reduce their price of their uh, houses that they're building. And then, then everybody will have to compete against that. But, and, and they're saying that it, 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 uh, it's going to be very expensive. Uh, for the municipalities that because they're not getting this money that they're used to, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to gauge. Like there's, there's gotta be something that they can do I guess they're just so dependent on this development charge that they need it because they're so used to it. Um, and will the builders pass that savings on? I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell. I mean, they're going to try to make the money. I mean, developers, you know, they're in the profit business, right? So if they can, you know, if they have a savings of 50000 will they pass that down? I don't know if they will. I think at the beginning they won't, but later they will just because because of economics. But um, but won't the city be collecting more taxes on a, on a uh, yearly basis when every house is built? Hopefully, but it's hard to tell. Uh, I don't know, but we do need more houses. Board government's trying to figure a way to do it. He's saying, let's just do it this way. Let's make it make it simpler. I mean, developers are scared to build houses because of these development charges. I mean, they're not going to build build on spec. They're waiting for them to be bought first, and then they apply for the permit. But it's uh, it's a catch twenty two here. Hmm. It's a catch twenty two. Do you suspect we'll see more high rises? And I know the development charges are huge there, but per unit it might make more sense for a developer to build a condo or an apartment or some kind of multi-residential house instead of, you know, your typical detached or even semi-detached home. They, they are. They're, they're always adding uh, low-rise and high-rise uh, buildings now in, in developments because, like, like, like a lot of builders out there weren't building high-rise or low-rise uh, condos before but now everybody's getting into it. It's the new trend uh, with uh, developers and builders. So, but you will see, you will see more of that. Um, and, uh, it, and, you know, hopefully they do pass the, the, the dollar on that it's affordable, but, but I think they're thinking that in, uh, if there's going to be a shortfall, uh, was it $5 billion? They're saying that in Ontario, uh, if uh, that, that it's going to cost. Yeah. Uh, that we're, we're losing uh, $5 billion in uh, revenue in Ontario if, if we uh, build, uh, if, if we don't charge these uh, uh, development charges. So I, it, it, it's tough. I mean, we need to do something and, you know, 
sports trying to figure it out. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's really a, a rock and a hard place for cities, too, because, you know, we're, we're talking about it could be as much as, you know, depending on the city that you're in, $100 a month more just on property taxes. Again, that depends on where you are. I'm not saying that's going to happen here in Hamilton, but that figure has been tossed about in, in other cities, you know, $1,200 extra on your property tax bill for the year means an extra hundred bucks a month. Um, let's let's switch gears and, and into our next break, because after the break, I can ask Rob a little bit more about duplexes. He referenced it just a few minutes ago, but we're also going to get into yet not one, but two Santa Claus parades that the Golfie team is back involved in today. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed their in are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Find the Golfie team on the internet. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the number one Remax team in Canada. That's the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. You'll be calling the first ever real estate team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes in a year, 905 575 7700. They're doing some pretty cool stuff on social media as well. Check out their Twitter feed, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And if you want an instant home estimate, you're kind of wondering what could my house go on the open market for? Go to golfyhomevalue.com. That's golfyhomevalue.com. Plug in some numbers and get a pretty good estimate on what your home could be worth on the market. If you do have a question or a topic idea for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Rob, you referenced uh, duplexes a few minutes ago. Are they making a comeback? Do you see these these uh, types of homes being more popular in the months or years to come? Absolutely. And you're going to see more and more people going for this and more and more people duplexing their house uh, just because of the fact that, that they're allowing uh, secondary uh, residents on on the property, and and it, and it's a it's a wise way to go, especially for for someone to afford their home. Pros and cons. Obviously, there's a lot of pros here. You can live in one of the units, rent the other one out. Uh, there's you know enough space for you without being you know feeling crowded. Uh, are there any more pros that should be added to that list? Well, you know, the, 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 the drawbacks, you know, it, 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 there, there's the drawbacks of having a, a duplex is that, you know, noise, uh, sharing a house with somebody, sharing the backyard with somebody. Um, there, there, there's, you know, a little bit of a drawback. But I mean, I think if you're young and, um, and that's easy to, you know, accept. I remember my first, I'd say, two years uh, being married, uh, I was in a duplex. And I duplexed it. Uh, it was on Chatham Street here in Hamilton, and uh, it was fine. I mean, yeah, you can hear, you know, the odd noise walking around, and 
and stuff like that. Um, obviously, if you're having an argument with your partner or spouse, <laughs> you're going to um, the, the whole house is going to know about it. So if you're going to argue, you have to argue quietly, so, <laughs> um, which is kind of tough sometimes to when you're trying to you know relate and and, and explain your 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 problem or sure. whatever you're trying to explain. But um, but. Uh, I do. I do think uh, it, it, there's more pluses than there is negatives on owning uh, a, a duplex or, or or looking for a duplex. I think it it is the comeback, and this is the opportunity to do it. And uh, and now now is the time to do it because who knows when they'll shut that that door down where you can't duplex houses anymore. Yeah, well, it should be interesting to watch. Um, over the last number of weeks, the golfie team has been involved in the. Hamilton Santa Claus Parade, the Niagara Falls Santa Claus Parade, and you're in not one but two Santa Claus Parades today. What, what's going on? Yeah, so Stony Creek uh, Santa Claus Parade is at 2 p.m. Saturday today, and uh, Grimsby is at 5.15 p.m. also uh, today. Now, I love the night parades because our float shows its best at night with all our uh lights and everything like that but uh yeah looking forward to it i'm actually liking it you know what i mean it's a, it's been a great response the team loves it um uh they you know we're all out there you know uh you know sometimes we're handing out cookies and stuff like that and they go pretty fast those cookies so usually <laughs> the first half of the parade usually gets and the second half doesn't even know that we were giving anything else so they don't feel like they're missing anything but 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 it's hard when you're giving cookies out to three, four kids. And then you miss one. Cause you're kind of going eh? like, you're just right. You're, you're, doing you're going along. And, yeah. So I don't know if I would do the cookies again. Cause I feel bad for the kids that didn't get a cookie and, and they're shortbread cookies made by uh, a reputable uh, uh, bakery in, in town. But, but again, yeah, show up to the parade, uh, you know, at uh, 2 PM uh, on Saturday at 2 PM uh, today and Grimsey at 5:15 PM. Looking forward to it. I'm, I, I just love it. I just, uh, I'm enjoying it. And it's, uh, and I've been doing a parade every weekend. I don't know how many weekends. So we're doing six <laughs> parades this year. Wow. We've got, so I've got, I got one more after this one and, uh, and I think, and that's it. But next year we'll probably end up doing, I'd say six to eight parades next year. Hmm. It's a good morale boost, right? Like the whole team's involved. You're, you're decorating the float. You're participating in the parade. You're talking about it at work. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just, uh, you know what? It it uh, it was great building it, and it was, and it's great. But right now, this uh, float is uh, parked in my driveway, so I'm sure the neighbors are going, oh, "Okay, I guess I know what he's doing <laughs> this, this Saturday." So, but uh, usually I have it parked at a at a friend's uh, friend of mine. He's got a farm, so it's it's hidden there quite a few times. But uh, right now, it's in my driveway, so people see it, and uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty big float, 18 feet long. Well, well, you'll be able to see it today in the Stony Creek Santa Claus Parade beginning at 2 and the Grimsby Santa Claus Parade, which kicks off later on today at 5.15. Don't forget, if you want to sell your home or you are in the market to buy a house, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie Team, at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Thanks for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We are back next Saturday. Saturday at 9, right here on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.